Hello, this is Wayne Highlander. I'm National Sales Manager Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. And uh, welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Uh, we're very excited today to have uh, a special guest with us, Erica Kitsy from our uh, from with works for Bona, and she's our digital marketing manager. Uh, she's been with Bona for 14 years, and and we're going to talk about social media. And I think this is going to be a good episode, especially for guys like Rob and myself that don't know you know, a whole lot about social media and the benefits of social media and what have you. So how you doing, Erica? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hey, Erica. Um, I mean, with our past and everything, is this going to be okay to uh, do this podcast with me? Well, I guess the word is out now, right, Rob? It's no longer well, secret. I guess you could tell everybody. Rob and I were married once. Um, yeah. I think it was, what, five years ago? Five years ago. Yeah, still have a great relationship. Still, still getting along fine. We really despite everything. did remain great friends. Yeah, we we were married for a couple of nights down in Orlando. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a couple of nights. All right, I'm not even going to touch that. So, yeah, one thing I admire about uh, Eric, and I'm going to brag about you a little bit, and and all of our marketing team. Um, you know, um, I know you love to go out to to projects and and see a lot of the the jobs that our our contractors are doing and. Um, and uh, you guys get excited about when, when you get an opportunity to help some of our guys out in the field and with social media and stuff. So uh, I think it's uh, I'm going to enjoy our conversation today because, uh, I, as I said, Rob and I don't know a whole lot about social media. So I guess the first question I have for you, Erica, is how can social media help my business? Yeah, so um, social media is one of the best free ways, I would say, that can help your business. So essentially, it's a direct way to connect your business to any potential customers that could be out there, homeowners. Um, it's a great way to showcase your craftsmanship through imagery, um, show your business information, also use it as a customer service tool. Um, I think more days now than ever, people are using social media as a way to even find a business and learn more about a business, even before a website. And I think if you don't have a presence on social media, those homeowners will probably find somebody that does. I know. I was listening to Rob talk to his son, Bum, who still does floors, and he was he was recommending Bum uh, advertising the Yellow Pages. So those days are gone, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the truth. I said to him, uh, hey, are you in the Yellow Pages? And the whole family, it was like everybody started dropping their forks and stuff. It was at a dinner. And they all just looked at me and just started to laugh. And he looked at me and he goes, Dad, when's the last time you used a phone book? And I was like, geez, I, yeah, now that I think about it, I, I don't even know if we have one. So, yeah. They, I know. Yeah. Are they still printing yeah. them? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, Erica, when I when you look at uh, uh, social media, you know, and you hear the things like Facebook and Instagram, and you know, where do you even get started? You know, um, a lot of people have a Facebook account now, but I, 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 you know, to me, that's just talking to my friends and stuff. And I don't want to be like the real estate guy that goes to sell houses by by hitting up his friends every week. So, uh, how do you? Where do you begin if you want to start a social media campaign? Yeah, so I, I do think you're right. A lot of people have used Facebook in the past, and I think Instagram's sort of the newer platform that a lot of the younger guys are using. But honestly, I think that they're both really important for different reasons. So I feel Facebook is sort of more of like an informational platform. So 
It's used for a lot of interactions. People share a lot of content. Um, like I said earlier, a lot of businesses are using it actually as a customer service tool, whereas Instagram is kind of more a discovery platform. So people are searching hashtags. They're um, using it for inspiration and different things like that. So I, I do think they're both really important in their own respective ways. So what I would recommend is kind of if you already have that Facebook profile or if you don't, I'd recommend um, making, making sure that that profile is a business profile. And then you can open your Instagram account after that by connecting the two in the Instagram app. That way you've got both connected kind of under one name. Um, and I think that makes your life a little bit easier when you're talking about how you're going to start building content and things like that. So, so, so I think going, Oh, go ahead. So I'm sorry. So I was going to say, so separate your personal Facebook account from your, uh, from your, uh, your work Facebook then. Yeah, I would definitely recommend doing that. And it's not to say that you can't have any, you know, personal information on that business account. I think it's good to show that side sometimes. But I think that there's just different content that you're going to be putting on both of those. And the way it's set up on the back end in uh, Facebook, if you set it up as a business, then you're able to do, um, if you choose to, like some sponsored content. So actually putting like a couple hundred bucks towards something to get more followers or, you know, say you want to promote a specific service or something like that to a targeted group of people. You're able to do that then if your profile is a business account versus personal. Erica, that is unbelievable, right to start. I can't believe that, but the Facebook and the Instagram. So you're saying Facebook would be more of a business, and then your Instagram is more pictures of your work, things like that, to get inspiration. That's awesome. How often should I be posting something on social media? I say it's awesome because I really mean it, too. I I, I know that people are on the Facebook and the Instagram and everything, but I know there's some, you know, I have a lot of old timers come to the schools, old timers, I include myself, that are kind of lost with this. And then I have some, you know, younger guys who are new in the business who are killing it with this kind of thing. So, I mean, right off the bat, I wrote that down. I actually took a note. You're like the first person I've ever taken a note from, Erica. So. Oh, yes. How's that? How often should I be posting stuff? So I think this really depends on what you can manage. And I think you need to take a step back and kind of think about that because it is something that you want to stay consistent with. So I think that if you can, you know, maybe post a couple times a week with some highlights of jobs that you thought were really great work, I'd say you're probably doing a pretty good job. Um, I think you just need to think about the quality versus quantity sometimes. And I people get wrapped up in how much they're going to post when a lot of it isn't really great content. So I think, you know, if you can post some good pieces of content a few times a week, then I think you're in a great spot. Some of the um, sport guys I used to work with, they used to post sometimes, and I, I know they did it for the NCAA uh, Final Four floors and stuff. They would post that um, time-lapse videos of a job being done. Yeah. So um, video in general is just becoming more and more important for social media. So I think those are great ways to show just the amount of work that you're doing at a job site in, you know, Instagram or Facebook's um, required 
time. So I, I love those. And I, I think that they're a great way to show work. I think the homeowners would like that. Yeah. So Erica, I, um, my brother's a mailman and, um, uh, one of his customers called up and complained to the supervisor because he put the mail in the wrong place or whatever. So he went down there to, to beat the guy up. So <laughs> if you get a, if you get a bad review, if you get a bad review on social media, I assume that's not the way to handle it. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend beating anyone up. Won't look too good for the business. But um, I do think it's best practice to actually respond to both positive and negative reviews. I think it makes everybody feel really valued if you take the time to say, hey, thanks so much for that comment. It was great working on your floors or something like that with a positive review. But then the negative um, I would definitely respond publicly, but I think that the thing to remember is to try to take that conversation offline if you can. So, you know, addressing it openly, publicly, but then um, sending a direct message that is just between you and that customer to kind of take the conversation offline so everything's not on a public-facing forum. And I think realistically, a, a bad review here and there is probably not the end of the world, is it? I mean, you know, we don't expect, uh, we, I, you know, we all go on, uh, you know, Yelp and what have you, look at restaurants and, and, you know, it's not realistic that they're all five stars. Right. Yeah. I think that's the reality is you will get some of those. And again, I think if um, other customers see that you are addressing the concerns of the person that wasn't satisfied, then that really puts you above i would say is somebody that you know just ignores a bad review so uh, another question i had for you because i think about this a lot i see guys well i I want more followers i want more followers what's the difference between a whole boatload of followers versus the right followers is there can you talk about that a little bit sure yeah there's a big difference so we've seen you know a lot of people that have all these followers and we wonder how they get them. Well, there's ways that people can purchase lists and things like that. And that's something I would definitely not recommend doing um, because what you want is people that are actually engaged with your content um, and they're actually commenting and liking. And um, the more engaged your content is, the more that people are going to see your content. So if you have a bunch of followers that don't care about the services that you're offering, your content's not going to be seen by very many people. Then how do you pick up good, you know, the kind of followers that you're really trying to attract? Yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can pick up followers um, without even paying. So I think a couple of things like on Instagram, using popular or trending hashtags. And I know the hashtag conversation, there's always a lot of jokes around it, but it is actually a really important thing to put hashtags in your posts because this is how people are searching in Instagram for things. Like I mentioned earlier, people search for inspirational things all the time in Instagram. So if, you know, you're a contractor and you're search or you want to put something in your post that a homeowner might be searching, those are the words you need to think about. So like some that we would use would be hashtag floor design or hashtag just hardwood floors. I mean, those are things that people probably homeowners are probably searching to find inspirational photos. Um, another hashtag that I, I think one of our certified craftsmen brought up once was um, using a local hashtag. So maybe it's the city that you live in or something locally that 
um, people in your area might search and then your content would be served to them. You always want to add your location to your post too. So this kind of goes along the same lines that that way your content's visible to users that are searching for things in your area. So that's really important. Um, there's a couple other things, tagging people whenever you can. So let's say you're on a job site and you're working with a designer or an architect or some sort of builder. I mean, if there's any other people involved in that job that you can tag, definitely tag them. Because what that's doing is you're getting in front of your followers, but you're also getting in front of their followers. And those could be potential customers too. A couple other things you can, so tagging Bona is actually a, a really good way too, because we've got a presence on our professional page. Um, but then we also have a presence on our consumer page, which is homeowners. And so when you're tagging us, you're getting in front of those homeowners and we're constantly looking for content to pull from other pages. And of course, giving everyone credit that we pull from, but, um, when we're looking for that content, we're looking for those inspirational photos and things like that, that we can share with our audiences. And we actually use that in our, in our marketing strategy. So, you know, a couple times a year, we're actually promoting posts that contractors have posted. So content that they've posted, we're promoting that into the area that they're actually serving. So if we found some content from one of our contractors in California, we're actually putting a little bit of money towards that to that area in California, um, talking about the services and the things that they do using Bona products. Does that make sense? It does. So for instance, take Rob that say he doesn't have an Instagram or a Facebook or anything like that. And he texts a bunch of us with a bunch of hashtags. He's not really talking to anybody then, right? No, <laughs> there needs to be some sort of portal that, you know, everybody's using, which gotcha. is Instagram. Yeah. Listen, Wayne. Okay, first off, <laughs> you, you know, you say that I don't know about this stuff, but uh, I don't want to brag here, but I'm on Twitter, and I have, and 28, I have, 28, I have 28 followers on Twitter. So, really? Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm kind of a Twitter master. Yeah. But that brings me to another question I want to ask Erica Kitts, <laughs> of course. Yeah. You mentioned Yelp and, you know, me being the king of Twitter. Are there other platforms that people should be looking at? Yeah, I think we've had some really good success with Pinterest, actually, because that's another platform that's inspirational. So we push contractor services, you know, contractors that are using Bona on Pinterest because these are homeowners that are searching for how to refinish your hardwood floors or inspirational photos about what they want their floor to look for, look like, sorry. So I think Pinterest um, is something that we've actually put a lot more effort towards. The other one I can say is Nextdoor. You type in your location and then people in your neighborhood are having all these conversations about anything and everything. It could be, does anyone have a ladder I could borrow? But a lot of times people are looking for services. So they're looking for somebody, a recommendation on how to refinish hardwood floors, for instance. So um, I think it's a really good space to be in that conversation. You can create a profile for free. We actually did some advertising with them for the first time this year and it was really successful. So that's another place and a free place that you can get a little bit of exposure to your neighborhood. And what was the name of that one? Next door. Yep. Next door. So 
Erica, what kind of what what gets people's attention? Like, would a video of a job in progress get attention, or a video of finish going down, or one of our craft oils, or what 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 gets people's attention? I think that if you can, you know, show the process of how you are actually finishing somebody's floor, or you know, all those steps that it takes, and you're showing them the benefit of why you would actually be working with you know, a contractor that uses, let's say, low VOC finishes or dust-free sanding. You have to think about things in the way that your customer would think about things. Like, why would they care about what I'm posting? So I think if you're going to show those job site pictures, make sure to put those tidbits of information in there about why a homeowner would care about that. So um, I've actually heard about some contractors that will post the progress of their jobs Again, that engagement, the more engagement that people see, the more other potential customers are going to see that content. And then the one thing I would say after that is if you're going to post those pictures that are, you know, more job site type pictures, make sure you're posting that follow-up picture that has the beautiful floor as the end result. Because I think that's really what a homeowner, I think, ultimately wants to see is how their floor is going to look in the end. You mean they don't want to see a sweaty, shirtless Wayne? Running an edger with pants coming down, and they—they don't—that's not what they want. They want the end result. All right, I'm writing that down. In some circles, that's exactly yeah. what. They do. <laughs> yeah. So, so Eric, Erica, so you know, we have Green Guard certified finishes, right? That uh, you know would appeal to a lot of people, and our adhesive is zero VOC. So you would you hashtag that as well, right? I mean, exactly. That's, so that's, that's uh, a perfect example, actually, of being able to tag somebody and use hashtags that are relevant to a homeowner. So you could actually tag GreenGuard in that post, and then you could, again, follow up with the hashtags that are low VOC or, you know, sustainability type hashtags that a homeowner would be interested in. Very cool. Um, so what's the best, if I want to get started, Erica, uh, what is the, the best Quick, the two things I can do the quickest to kind of get started down this avenue of social media. Well, I think a lot of people jump in without really thinking about the bigger picture. So I think if you can kind of outline just a rough strategy, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, too detailed with some goals that you have on creating a profile. What are you trying to get out of this? Um, and that would include, you know, how often that you are going to dedicate to um, posting on social media. I think you need to make sure you're, you have that time available to be able to keep up with it because that consistency is really important to your audience. So a rough strategy with some goals and then making sure you're filling out your bio. It sounds so simple, but I've seen so many contractors where I'm trying to actually find where they're from, if they have a website, anything about their company and there's nothing on their bio on Instagram or Facebook. So I think making sure you have all those pieces filled out, which when you do, when you set up these accounts, they really do make it pretty easy. Um, but making sure your profiles are complete, um, being professional and consistent, making sure there's no spelling or grammar errors when you are posting. And then I think it kind of comes back full circle to, you know, when you're debating if I should post something or if I shouldn't post something, I think just, again, ask yourself, why would my audience care? What am, what am I trying to show them or what kind of information can I give them 
to make my business appealing for that job. And you, you've used the word consistency several times now. Can you explain how, how important that is? Sure. Um, I think a lot of people will open a profile and they'll post once and then there's nothing for months on end. And I don't think anybody really cares to follow somebody that isn't going to be posting relevant content. And I also think that, again, when you're the more that you're engaging with people, so that means just uh, liking other people's content and commenting on other people's comment or content, um, all of those things combined really help your business and how many followers are going to be attracted to your profile and those potential new customers. So what about the etiquette? Let's say I see somebody's picture, whatever that, and I, I really like it and I want to share it on my, on my, uh, Wayne is going to uh, talk about for etiquette. That. Yeah. You talking, <laughs> you talking about etiquette, that's going to get you a bell. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm concerned in this case. Yeah. So what if I, what if I, what if I see a picture that someone else did or a video someone else did and I, gosh, I'd like to share that on mine. What's the etiquette in that? that around that just always make sure that you're giving somebody credit for their own work and i think you know everybody would feel the same about that you if you spend time you know working on this beautiful job site and then you see somebody else posting it without giving you credit it's not the best feeling right you want to get credit for your work and i think it really builds that kind of camaraderie within the network of contractors so when you're sharing you know if you're sharing somebody else's work and calling them out on a job well done they're probably more likely next time to maybe share some of your work. So I think it increases that visibility also with not only your followers, but their followers. And then um, just builds those conversations that are happening in the social media network. Do you have any really good success stories of a guy kind of like Wayne and I who didn't know anything about it? And then, yeah, let's hear one. I don't know if there's anyone quite like you two, first of all, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so actually, I was thanks, um, kids. <laughs> ooh, burned. Um, so actually, I was reading Wood Floor Business the other day, and there was an article in there about a contractor in Pennsylvania that posted a picture of this pine floor on Facebook, and it was stained. Um, with Bona, and then it had, I think, one coat of finish on it or something like that, and they were updating just, you know, the status of the job. And it was it was a pretty beautiful shot of, like, the wood grain. You know how pine is when you stain it. It's got that beautiful wood grain. And so I think it had that wow factor, and so it got shared by some woman in California, and um, in four days it just went viral. There was, like, over a million people that it reached and it was shared by over 12,000 people. Um, so it just shows that, you know, if you've got that unique, something unique about your image and if you're, ta they tagged us actually in that, um, in that photo, which I think, again, going back to my earlier, what I was saying earlier is that if you are tagging the right people, you know, you're connected to a, a brand that has that awareness on the consumer side, those are all things that can really help a post just go viral. So I think, again, if you're not a part of the social media world now, I don't think it's going anywhere. 
So I think it's best to kind of think about that strategy for yourself and how you can be a part of that conversation. So you say you don't see it going anywhere. What do you see for the future? It's hard to say because I actually remember um, probably 10 years ago, my boss at the time, I told him that we needed to have a Bona Facebook account. And he just scoffed at me and said that he thought it was a waste of time. But, you know, if that's what I felt passionately about, then he was going to let me do that. And look at where we are now. I mean, Facebook hasn't gone anywhere. It's still, I think, the number one social media platform. Um, it's just changed. It's evolved. It's a little bit older of a demographic. Um, Instagram's a little bit younger, but I don't see either of them going anywhere anytime soon. Um, I think that video, like I mentioned earlier, is really, really big. So any content that you can pull with video is probably going to get more engagement, more people sharing. Um, so, and also what I was saying earlier about it almost being a customer service tool. You know, if, if somebody is searching for your business and they um, don't find you on those social media fronts, it's kind of, it's frustrating. You want to be able to learn more about them and um, kind of the work that you're doing through social media. So it's really important to be a part of that. Uh, can you share too much? Yes. Yes, of course you could. You could absolutely, Wayne, you're going to get a bell. Yes, you could share way too much, Wayne. I, we've all known you for a while, so yeah, you could share way too much. I think that, though, I mean, I know, Wayne, you're on social media, but we've all seen a person that just is an overshare, and I think oversharing sometimes can be a good way to get unfollowed. Um, you want to make sure that your content's relevant to your audience, so Again, it's picking those kind of best photos that you've had for the week, and then maybe on Sunday, that's your day that you spend one hour um, kind of scheduling out your posts for the following week or two weeks. So, yeah, oversharing is something that you want to avoid. So, Erica, I've got 10 guys. I'm running a business. I mean, for, you know, I just don't have the time for this. I mean, can I, can I hire someone to do this out? take care of my social media needs or, or definitely. So I think that there's actually uh, a really good, I mean, if you can get even like a family member or there might just be a college student that is super savvy with social media that you could hire on part time to help out with some of this stuff. Social media is definitely a full time job. Believe me, I've been doing it for long enough that it can just consume you. So I think if you have, you know, the funds to do that, I think it's worth it 100% um, to have somebody kind of dedicated to those accounts. You know, I think it can be just an intimidating thing for some people that aren't familiar with it, but I think that platforms do now make it a little bit easier for people to kind of figure out how to do it. And there's really great tools that you can use just Online. I mean, both Facebook and Instagram have great help sections with forums of questions and things like that. They have video. Um, you can find a lot of different things on YouTube that are just how to's. I mean, I'm still learning. And that's the thing about social media is that it's you're constantly learning about it and it's constantly changing. But I would say just don't be afraid to take that step to get into the community because 
Um, we've found, we've heard through many of our contractors that they've had direct leads from social media. Yeah, and and I'll tell you a story that I that I I oh, know of a uh, I know go. I'm sorry, Rob. Here we go. <laughs> now Wayne has a social media story. You're yes, just a jack yes. of all trades, aren't well, you? You're gonna well, get a bell for that. <laughs> Do I get what? a bell? You get a you get a lot of bells. Uh, all right. right. Okay, so um, I I think I may have said this early on in the very beginning of our podcast that uh, I knew a guy that uh, uh, that. He hadn't been in the trade that that long. He was relatively new in the area. But when I started talking to other contractors, his name would come up all the time. They kept saying, man, I can't believe how big this guy is, man. I mean, you know, he's got like eight vans now. And I never heard of him even like five or six years ago. And this was an established market with a lot of floor guys there. And um, finally, after hearing about him from, from about the fifth guy, I said, I got to meet this guy. And when I finally met with him and I, I said, you know, I'm here because I've heard so much about you from other contractors that you've seemed to have come out of nowhere and uh, you know, you've built up this, this business so quickly and he started laughing and, I, and he said, well, let me tell you something. He goes, the internet is a very powerful tool if you know how to, how to use it. And he, he talked about, and, and I'm not discounting how, you know, his hard work and, and his craftsmanship and, uh, at, at all, but he talked also about how, how uh, social media has really helped his business. And the digital uh, world is is very much a place that I think all contractors need to really think about being in. So, Erica, I want to thank you for your time today. Well, wait and, a minute. Uh, I, I have another okay. question, and it's really not to social media, but Eric came to Erica came to our schools um, this week that we had in Madison. She was there for a couple of days. So, Erica, I just wanted to ask you, who's the best instructor you've ever seen? Obviously, you, Rob. There we go. That's all I wanted to hear. So shame, so shameless. It's, Unbeatable. It just, I could tell. I could see it in your eyes when you were looking at me. Yep, I knew it. We still got that chemistry. It's still there, baby. <laughs> that, that look is a fine line between admiration and disgust. I can't thank you enough for coming on. The funny part is, is Erica didn't want to do this. She was nervous about coming on. This is amazing. I have taken so many notes from this podcast. I can't wait to share all this stuff with people in the schools who are, you know, looking to get into this. I just can't thank you enough for coming on. You are great. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys. It was a pleasure. And if there's ever any questions, you can reach out to me directly as well. Thank you, Erica, very much. And, um, uh, also, you know, before you go, I, I just, just, I'm going to have to brag about our, our, our marketing team for a minute. Uh, you know, Bona, people say that Bona is a really good marketing company. We are. And I think if they really knew, really knew about Bona, they'd also say that we're a very good research company and R and D and development company. But, um, what I like about you guys is how passionate you are about what you do. I mean, you know, it's just no different than a, a floor guy looking at that last coat and you walk in the door uh, you put the last coat on last night and you hope things go open. You look at that door and you knock it out of the park and that feeling you get. I see that same kind of camaraderie and feeling that you guys have when you were able to help contractors out on a job or put out a, uh, a flyer or a, a brochure that helps the guys out in the field. So I want to thank you on behalf of all of us, Erica. Oh, yeah, it's our pleasure. I honestly love doing it. I've had, I feel like this year I've had more exposure to the professional side of the business. Um, where I worked on the retail side a lot more, and I've just been having a ball doing it. 
So thanks. Well, we're better for having you on the team. So, all right. So this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne Highlander and Rob Johnson. Uh, please stay tuned for another episode.